Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we continue in our, our story of John chapter 4, and we continue to look at this interaction between Jesus and this woman that he meets at the well. Now, if you remember, she has returned back to the town, and, uh, and she was telling everyone about Jesus. Well, this has caused quite a stir. Now, people, they're, they're coming to, to see Jesus. And, and here's what we're going to see today. We're going to see how she testifies to him. But then what we are, we're also going to see what happens when, when someone else, when they encounter Jesus. See, oftentimes we will share our story. Let me tell you how Jesus has changed my life. But, but really the goal is that they, they, they know who Christ is. They, they meet him. So let's, uh, let's jump into our text. Here we go. John chapter 4, starting in verse 39. It said, Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. And see, she goes back to the, the town. She tells everyone about this Jesus who has told her all that she's ever did, all that, all that she has done. And, uh, and so they, wow, this, we must believe in this guy. Well, verse 40. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days, and many more believed, here it is, because of his word. It's one thing to believe because someone tells you. It's another thing to believe the actual word of Christ. This is, this is so foundational to, uh, to how we learn to share our faith. Well, let me return to that. Let's, let's finish our story here, or our text for the day, and then let's pick back up on that. It says, they said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that it, this is indeed the Savior of the world. After the two days he departed for Galilee, for Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast." Now, this is awesome. This is, this is really uh, builds off of yesterday. Yesterday, we talked about how Jesus, he had food the disciples did not know about. And his food was really the satisfaction of doing the will of God and taking part in, in the harvest of men and women coming to trust in Jesus Christ. Well, today this continues because the woman now, she, she is out there. She is sharing about Jesus. They have come to, to hear Jesus in his own words, and upon hearing his words, they believe. Uh, they, they believe. Look at verse 42. It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. I absolutely love this dynamic, because this reminds us that you and I, we have a part to play. Our part is to share the gospel to the best of our ability. Our part is to tell people what, what God through Christ has done for us. Through Jesus and his death and resurrection, we have been remade, reborn, redeemed. We have been adopted into his family. We have been reconciled to God through Christ. We are now justified. We now have peace with God. There, the amount of blessing that we receive in Christ, the list goes on and on and on. And we tell people that. We say, let me tell you who Jesus is. Let me tell you what he has done. And let me tell you how it's changed my life. That's sharing the gospel and then sharing our testimony. Those go hand in hand. But somewhere along the line, the person has to, they have to listen to what Christ says. 
Somewhere along the line, they, they have to believe what the scripture reveals about Jesus. Somewhere along the line, they have to consider the claims that Jesus, he lived a, a perfect life. He died at, at taking our penalty for our sin. He was resurrected from the grave. And now by faith in him, they can know, here it is, the savior of the world. See, we, we have a part to play. Our part is to lovingly share, but God's part. God's part is to change a heart. God's part is to reveal himself through his word, through his scripture, in such a way that someone comes to the undeniable conclusion, just like these Samaritans did, this is the savior of the world. See, sometimes we forget that we have a part to play and God has a part to play. Sometimes we, we want to do God's part. That's called manipulation. When we try to emotionally ramp someone up or when we try to kind of bully someone into saying, okay, I'll pray the prayer, that, that's us trying to take over God's part. We must stay in our lane. We must lovingly and boldly share the gospel. We must tell what Christ has done for us. We must explain the significance of his death and resurrection. And then we allow the Lord to, to unblind the eyes of those who are spiritually blind. We allow the Lord to bring to life the person who is spiritually dead. We trust that the Lord will do what we cannot do and reveal himself. And this ancient way for our modern day is so important because this means that we, we get to take a lot of weight off of our shoulders. See, years ago, I was sharing my faith regularly with one specific person when I was working at Albertsons. And I remember uh, after one of these days where I spent a lot of time with this guy and I, I was uh, actually with um, a mentor later that day and I was telling this mentor about it and the mentor kind of jokingly said, well, well why haven't you sealed the deal? And that kind of like uh, shook me a little bit. Like, would it seal the deal? Like, what, what am I supposed to, is there something more I'm supposed to do? He was playful. He didn't mean that. But, but I think we oftentimes feel that way. That we must force the issue until someone believes. Listen, brother, sister in Christ, your job, lovingly, boldly share the gospel and trust that the Lord will seal the deal. Trust that the Lord will reveal himself. And this frees us. It means that we can minister in freedom. We can share lovingly and, and our self-worth is not contingent upon someone trusting Christ. Our spirituality is not contingent upon someone trusting Christ. We don't, we don't say I'm only important if I'm actually leading someone to Christ. No, we say the Lord has told me to share. That's my lane. Lovingly, boldly share. So I want to ask you, who are you lovingly and boldly sharing with? Who are the people that the Lord is placing in your life where you can share the story of Jesus and the story of how that, that gospel is changing your life? Maybe today as we end our video, you take some time and you pray for, for those people by name. You pray for the Lord to give you opportunity. This is our ancient way for our modern day.